In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the And welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, my co-host, all the way from New Hampshire, <laughs> the Ghostbinder General himself, Mr. Richard Felix. Good afternoon. How are you? Outstanding. How are you doing? Oh, outstanding as well. I'm, I'm standing here on the veranda. In Franconia, uh, wow! Um, the sun's shining, um, the trees are here, and I tell you what. Before I even start, I saw four bears the other day. Four bears. Four bears. Yes. Walked past me twenty feet away, and that was very exciting. That was, you know, one of the highlights of my 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 trip up to now. Apart from all the other things I've been doing with you, of course. <laughs> I thought uh, Gettysburg was the high high part of your uh, career. Oh, it was. Trip, I it was. It was. I, I, I don't think that uh, wherever I go, <laughs> unless unless Eric gets me into the Alamo, uh, <laughs> um, that, that I can ever have done anything quite like it. It, it was, um, yeah, it was awesome. Wasn't it, Ron? I mean, it was very good. I think it was outstanding. I mean, I really do. I mean, uh, to, to me, of course, the highlight was uh, you and I going to the woods. Well, that doesn't sound right, though. <laughs> but anyway, you know what You've I mean. dined out on it for I don't know how long. I shall be dining out on it for years. Um, and uh, it was good. But, of course, we, we've got this, you know, we've been looking at some of the footage. Um, and it's, um, again, as you say at the beginning, it's outstanding. We've got some very good footage um, that could be paranormal. So, uh, who knows? Well, if it isn't normal, it it's paranormal. paranormal. Anyway, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, just that, the little round top thing alone, I mean, that was well worth the, the trip itself, so. Yes, it was, because at the end of the day, how many people actually go up to, to a place like that, you know, almost a, a national monument, well, Gettysburg is, obviously, um, you know, and let's face it, we tried hard, I mean, you know, we, 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 this incredible guy that lent us these, the uniforms, you know, I went up there dressed as a Union soldier, which is what I believe can trigger things off, and, and lo and behold, three times, three times, something touched me on the leg. Unbelievable. <laughs> I think so. Twice, you know, twi- once, yeah, come on, twice, coincidence, three times, on the same spot, um, I, I think there could be something... But not only that, Ronnie, I also got this sort of sort of sense of, of there being someone there. 
and, and I, I keep, I've been saying for years, and I still say it, I ain't sensitive. I ain't, I'm not, I'm not psychic, I'm not a medium, but I have a, mm, a feel for, you know, battles, battlefields, and, and ghosts, and, and I just feel that there was something there, there was someone with me. Uh, I'll take it with me to the grave, I will, honestly. I mean, I, I definitely was, I mean, I was looking from my vantage point, because I was farther back, you know, and it was yeah. pitch black, and I was trying to look and listen to see if I could see anything or hear anything out of the usual and I really could. I mean, it was, you know, it was just phenomenal. Well, but when you think where where we were, that's that's the big one. That you know, I mean, gosh, the, the emotion that that must have been left behind. The amount the amount of guys that that died up there, uh, and apparently ju- just during that little part of the battle, forty thousand rounds of ammunition were fired, which which. Cut, cut all the trees down, the saplings and everything. But you, you, you know, we're talking, and of course, it's, I think it's all possibly encapsulated in the in the in the rocks, the granite that's up there as well. But I don't think that was what we got there. I, I think, I think, I think there's still somebody up there. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I do to too. Me. I mean, uh, we also went there at night, which was kind of interesting. Uh, mm, mm. Yeah, we, and I mean. Pick, People say to me, I mean, I, I say it myself, ghosts are not creatures of the night. The battle wasn't fought during the night. Um, so why should we see ghosts at night? But, but my, my, obviously, two, two theories. Number one, <laughs> ghost programs, TV programs film at night because it's more scary, which is fair enough. But, but the fact is that I don't care what anybody says, our, our awareness is, is, is greater um, when it's dark. Uh, our senses are heightened uh, during the dark. Possibly because we're frightened, but regardless of that, you know we, we are in the on the right frequency sometime to to receive something that someone wants to you know pass over to us, and that's what I think happened that night. Right, and uh, actually, actually, after you, of course, you you get injured during this. <laughs> I've still got the scar to prove it. Mm. <laughs> That'll be on Facebook soon, by the way. Richard Felix wounded at Gettysburg. I don't doubt it. <laughs> it was quite that. I mean, it was quite deep, you know. I mean, there was a bit of blood. Yeah, not enough, not enough to take me to a field hospital, but but. No, luckily that. I had I had my uh, kit, and I just took care of my kit being my handkerchief. <laughs> That's right, and it stemmed the flow of blood, so I could fight on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> wound it up, fight for another day. Absolutely. After you, we got back. We actually went out again, uh, and this time was rather humorous because uh, we. Uh, Followed Maureen, who's our our medium, and uh, but I don't know if it had, she had been out drinking, so she got us lost. So that's I know. all I can tell you. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I find that absolutely unbelievable because you and me out there on our own, um, me a Brit that has not got a particularly good sense of direction. I, I've always been known as as not having a good sense. You you fire a gun, and I'll I'll look in the direction, and everyone will say no, 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 it's, it's over that way. Uh, but I think I did reasonably well to get us uh, there and back nearly in one piece. And yet you guys go out there uh, <laughs> with, with Maureen, who's a medium. And, well, apparently it was almost mayhem, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, it was awful. I mean, first of all, you've got to realize the park closes at, at 10 o'clock. And when they say it closes at 10 o'clock, the uh, park ranger Nazis go out there. And uh, it's federal property. And uh, trust me, they will prosecute you. So uh, yeah, so one has to be a little careful. 
and there was you, all of you, panicking like mad, thinking you're seeing lights, thinking it's this way and it's that way. <laughs> I did say, I actually did make a comment, didn't I? I don't know how you guys ever beat us in the American War of Independence, because you're the woodsman. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we like that gene. Must be. Yeah, absolutely but, right. But anyways, uh, Clay actually returned uh, on Sunday and went back to the battlefield, and he went to the Triangle uh, Passage oh. or whatever the heck it was. And yeah. he was out there with the, the guys, and uh, all of a sudden they heard some screams from the truck, and they ran back, and the, the two girls in the truck said that there was something in the bed that was actually growling. It was loud enough to be heard. No. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, oh, my goodness me. And oh, crumbs. So what, wasn't a bear, was it? <laughs> I, no, it wasn't a bear. They would have seen that. Uh, but yeah. uh, they couldn't find anything. But the the interesting thing about it was uh, they were, of course, they were in the park around 1030, which is after closing. So they, yes. they tried to get out, and there was a ranger stopping a car. And I guess he was reading the riot act. And then so Clay tried to drive around him, and the policeman stepped right in front of the car and said, you get over there and everything else. And then uh, after he started talking to him and everything else and really chewing him up, and all of a sudden on the radio, he says, uh, uh, there was an incident at a little round top. So, no. So get the hell out of here and don't come back. So Woo. he was lucky. So little round top saved his butt. Anyways. What, what was the incident? Uh, they didn't really say. He'd get the heck out of here. You don't argue yeah. with the cop. No, because you don't. I say. That was, you know, that was something. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, I just got, I mean, I, I, me and my wife just all the time, we just think think back, keep thinking back to, you know, to the time we had in, in Gettysburg. It's, it's such a wonderful place as well. Um, and when you think, that, I mean, Mark Nesbitt's accumulated something like, is it a thousand ghost stories? Some ridiculous amount. Absolutely. Uh, beyond belief, because I really must be honest with you, you know, before I came here, Obviously, you know I'm, I'm working on, you know, on a pilot uh, called Battlefield Ghost, um, and I've always said that battlefields are, are very underestimated for being haunted because oh, a lot of people don't go on them. You know, the only guy that sees the ghost on, on the battlefield often is the farmer, or the guy that, that happens to walk across the the area with his dog. Um, but I didn't know I was coming to a place that that has. I think it's five or six ghost walks a night. Um, it rounded the, the, the town of Gettysburg. There was a lot of them, actually. Unbelievable. And, of course, Mark Nesbitt, you know, runs um, um, Ghosts of Gettysburg. Um, and, and they do events, they do sleepovers. And, I mean, But, of course, the thing that, that I didn't know, and I, perhaps I should have known beforehand, was that the Gettysburg town was also part of the battlefield. Right. Every Everything, I mean, they, the... The uh, snipers were actually in the Ghost of Gettysburg headquarters, uh, Confederate snipers. Yeah, which again it, it adds very much to the to the fact that you know obviously more people see ghosts um, in in houses than they do on field in fields. That's the, that's the difference. Right, but there have been uh, well, the one that I now you you have your theories about that. In fact, you yeah. have a new book out called What, what is, is a Ghost? Good? Yeah, and and it's 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 different to anything. I don't know whether you've read it yet, have you, Ron? <laughs> I don't have a copy, so how could I read it? Oh, you're joking. Did I not? Uh... No, oh, you, well, you're not. in it, mate. No, you're, I did not. Oh, well, that's terrible. That's a... <laughs> well, 
Well, we're meeting up before I go back, so don't worry. I don't, I come, mind you, listen, mate, I was so excited with everything that was going on, you know that, that I, I sort of, I forget, I forget um, important things sometimes. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like giving you a copy of the book. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think it was still, you, you remember in that incident what happened to Julia at the bathroom and uh, getting... Oh, her, well, you oh, find yeah. her today. That's done it. She's, she's not at all well. Uh, and um, it was definitely the incident in the haunted bathroom. Yeah, it, she'll take it with us for life now, I'm afraid. She'll never be the same woman again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. I, I do that to a lot of women, actually, tell you the truth. Uh, ever since we got back to from uh, Gettysburg, Laura won't even talk to me, so don't feel bad. <laughs> of course, you, you, know, you know, the 10-hour trip back in the car might uh, might have done uh, that. <laughs> it's a long way. It, yeah. was, it was a long, long trip, but uh, well worth every bit of it. Every bit. But yeah, the book, um, it's different. Basically, I, I, I tell you what, I find it really amazing that in all the, I mean, God only knows how many people have written books about ghosts over the, over, over the last 200, well, yeah, 200 years or so. Right. Um, and obviously everybody's, everybody's put in their books a bit, a little bit about the ghosts, you know, what, what ghosts are in a way. But nobody, you know, I can't believe that, you know, I searched obviously to, to find a book called What is a Ghost? Because, because that's, to me, the most important thing of all, you know, it's all very well telling the ghost stories, but why don't we try and explain to people what it is? And that's what I've done. Uh, I actually put, I think I don't know whether to put it at the beginning or the end of the book, but I actually put, I, I, I was not going to write this book because I'm not ready to write it, but I never will be. So I needed to start somewhere. So I just right. thought, right, okay, fair enough. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who did it. I'll tell you who started me off with this. It was actually Kieran O'Keefe um, about... Four years ago, when we were, we were standing, I can't remember, somewhere um, on location with Most Haunted, uh, and he, he was talking to me about my theories, my very um, controversial theories about, obviously, ghost, ghosts and the church. And he said to me, you know, Richard, and don't forget, he's, he, he is a, what is he, he's a parapsychologist. Right, he, he's, correct. He's the guy that, that looks for the reality behind the whole thing. And he just turned to me and he said, you know, Richard, I, I think there is a possibility that you actually may have something in your theories. And I thought, ooh, hey, come on. And then he said, in fact, really and truly, Richard, you should, you should write a paper on it. Well, I don't, I don't do papers. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm obviously um, um, not an academic, uh, as most people will notice when I do my talk. <laughs> um, but, you know, I have it. So, of course, basically, I think really based on, on what Kieran said, ever since I've been thinking... I really must put this down on paper uh, and, and get it out to people. Uh, because obviously what I'm saying is, is, is very controversial and, and you and I often agree to disagree on certain parts of it. Uh, but I just think that it's time that someone wrote something that actually stirred up a bit of interest and, and people started, well, discussing it, arguing about it, telling me, you know, and that's what I'm hoping is going to happen, Ron. I'm hoping that people that read it will you know, come up with, with their own ideas, their own theories, and, and come back to me on it. Well, you, say, you absolutely know that, that I, I don't agree with everything you have in that book, and you know course, that we, we certainly discuss it at various times. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, what I, that's, that's one of the reasons why I've done it, because the, the whole idea is to get, get people talking. You know, if people want to argue with me and, and, and give me some stick, then, then so be it. Um, because that's what I think we need to do is to get people. You know, I mean, the, the other the other side of the, the you know, there's two very two sides.
excited to the whole damn thing is you know there's the there's the intelligence ghost which i believe is is, is here for a reason um and it knows it it's aware of you and me and everybody else and then there's the, the big one that's the residual the the recording which is in the fabric of the building and it's all to do with quartz crystal silica silicon magnetism all the stuff that's in the fabric of the buildings um and again people are sort of coming back to me and saying i think there is a possibility that's all we're saying there's no proof there is a possibility that you may you may be onto something what i, I tell you what i need ron what I really need now once the book's out and, and everyone's reading it and talking about it. I need a university or something to come to me and say, let's help you. Let's let's try and see if there is a way. Number one, you know, how magnetic is a brick? <laughs> um, is it possible that, you, that, it, that bricks and uh, cement and stone can, can hold a, a recording? And the big one, of course, is if, if, it, if it's at all possible, how can we find a way of getting that recording out of it? That would be absolutely unbelievable. Is it possible? I don't. I don't know. I don't suppose you do either, do you? But it's possible. Yeah. No, we all don't know. I mean, we don't know what the the paranormal is all about. I mean, we have our theories. That's all they are because we really have no proof. But no matter what other people say, there really is no no proof. Proof. We, none of us. Can, I mean, you know, Maureen can 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 tell us from now until doomsday that that she's got your dead grandmother with us and and and. But the problem for Maureen is she can't prove it because she actually can't physically bring Grandad back to us and stand him in the middle of the room. Right. Um, uh, whether we ever will, huh, I, I we don't know. But I think as I said, I've said in one or two of my talks, um, we're actually we're like uh, the monkeys in Stanley Kubrick's film 2001. Yeah, I kind of take exception to that, Richard. Come on then, why? <laughs> We, no, what? Well, yeah, I mean, you're doing a grand job. You're a paranormal investigator. I know that. But, and, and, but uh, so I'm not. I'm not dissing you by saying it. But you know, and there are you standing in the middle of a field throwing bones at a monolith that's just come out the ground. But, but that's almost where we are. And yet we're we're, we're photo, trying, taking photographs of, of Mars. We, we've we've uh, you know we, we've been on the moon, but we don't understand what's happening in our own minds. Oh, absolutely. I, the the mind is, is. Yeah. I think that's the biggest frontier. Is, I do, and yet we we don't know anything about it. We don't know the power of it or, or anything. Uh, you know, uh, we don't know the capability of it actually being able to cure us of of fatal diseases. <laughs> you know, we we uh, we can physician heal thyself. You know, I mean, we we can. We are capable, I believe, of and some people do, of 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 healing ourselves, but but we just still don't understand. I find that quite, and that's that's in the book as well. And I mean, you well, know, speaking we, about this book, Richard, before yes, we get any yes. further, I mean, if somebody wanted to get a copy of it, how how can they get a copy of this book? That's a very good question. Well, uh, funnily enough, I'm, I'm I'm off tomorrow down to to Derby in Connecticut uh, to do a talk in in Derby Town uh, Derby Library uh, and taking the books with me. You mean Derby? I mean Derby. Yeah, the original one was Derby. D E R B Y. Uh, that's me, uh, and of course, you know, that's where I come from. So that's why I'm going down to see them. The mayor, the mayor of Dar Derby's coming to see me, coming to my presentation as well. I'm quite excited about that. Oh, excellent! Yeah, I'm really pleased about that. And um, basically, of course, and you know, the mayor of Lowell, uh, Bud Caulfield, came came to see us at um, 
uh, at the Worthen when, when I arrived, which is quite exciting as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at this moment in time, I, all, all, tell you what's happened. All that's happened is that I, I, I got 100 books made over here um, for, for the events that I was doing with you, basically. Um, and we've obviously having a, a vast amount of books made back in the UK. So at this stage, folks, there's, there's no way of, of actually getting any of the book in the US, apart from I've <laughs> got a with at me, me at the moment. Um, but obviously the plan is to sort of get a load over here. Uh, we're obviously going to talk to Barnes & Noble. Uh, amongst other, we, we've actually already spoken to them in New York, uh, because obviously, it, you know, we're plugging it like mad. Right. People, people really would like a copy of it. So at the moment, the only way is to get it through felixfilms.net. Okay. And that means we've got to send them out to you, but... Uh, right. Uh, I mean, maybe we ought to look into that also, uh, that maybe we can handle the, the uh, U.S. distribution over here. And well, I think that would be that would be really good, um, and that's something you and I need to yeah. talk about. Yeah, we, because come, yeah, we should kind of discuss that on the, on the air, huh? <laughs> I think that's a very good idea. So what, what, what cut do you want? <laughs> Perhaps not. We'll leave that to when we meet next time. But again, you know, obviously folks... Folks are going to want it because I, I promise it, it's it's a good read. It's, and it's, and it's, you actually have a section here too. It's called "Ask the Expert," and you've got a, uh, a you know a, a good cross section of experts I've in the paranormal. Got a, yeah, I mean, absolute scoop. I mean, basically, you you you're one of them. Um, your your theories again are, and mine are very different. But what I thought, obviously, the book's called "What Is a Ghost?" So I thought, right. So what do what do the experts and what do the folks that are out there looking for ghosts? Um, what, what's their take right. on a ghost? So, I, I mean, it's unbelievable because Jeff Belanger wrote me a, um, uh, an essay <laughs> on, on what is a ghost. He tends to do that. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Jason Hawes um, wrote, wrote me um, a, a paragraph on what a ghost is. Um, gosh, um, Stacey Jones from, from Ghost Cops. Um, all, all manner of things. I think there's someone trying to get through to us. Can you hear that beeping? No, I can't. Oh, that must be m my phone then. Um, I don't know what's happening. I don't know whether it's telling me the battery's going down. Oh, don't say that. So, well, I no, I haven't a clue. But if it does, r ring me back, Ron, and I'll I'll go and get a landline just in case. Um, but yeah, um, Chris Fleming wrote me a, um, a paragraph, more than a paragraph, uh, and one of the one of the nicest ones I thought was was the guy that owns Chillingham Castle in England, Sir Humphrey Wakefield who's a friend of mine, uh, and he owns what I believe to be the most haunted castle in Great Britain. Uh, and he, he's into ghosts in a big way, and he's written me uh, a very interesting... So it's wonderful for these guys to, to actually take the time and the trouble to, to sort of, you know, write their beliefs um, for me to go at the front of, of my book. It, it, and some of them are quite, again, very interesting and, and controversial. Um, and it's, it's, I think, it's, again, nobody's done that before. So it's different. Go out and buy it, folks, if you could. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, I like that. <laughs> Felixfilms.net. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, Ron. What I'm going to do is, uh, because I've had such a good time over here, and we've got on so well, even though we don't always get on so well on, 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 on the show, <laughs> um, I, I think I need to come back. and We'll do some book signings over here before Christmas. Because I, I want to see New England in, uh, in the winter. Oh. I want to see snow. Snow? Yeah. Ah. Uh, snow? No, exactly. 
Oh, it, it's white and cold. Is it? Yes. Oh, well, that's all right. And, and uh, you see, we, you know what happens in England, do you? We, we get snow for about um, a morning, uh, and it goes. That's it. Really? Yeah, it's, 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 it's not at all nice. And then it gets all slushy and, and damp and horrible, and then it, everywhere gets warm again. And we, we probably get snow for about a day, if we're lucky. And that's it, all gone. Whereas here, I believe that it sort of starts snowing... Is it sort of November and can still be here in March? Yeah, it's annoying. Oh, no, it must be fabulous. Oh, yeah. But there you go. So that's what I'm hoping. So I reckon that that, um, we need to come back and you and I need to do a bit more and we need to do some book signings. Because obviously you have a new book. Oh, but glad you asked. Actually, (laughs) today is is the debut of our new book. It is... Everywhere today, well... Is it today it came out? It came out today. Ooh. It broke today. Uh, actually, I sold three signed copies off the website right off the bat, so that's that's encouraging. Uh, oh, well done. We got a, a really good review from, uh, uh, what's that, Publishers Weekly, and so we're really excited about it. Oh, this is good, because you and Maureen have done it together, haven't you? Yes, we wrote it together. That's the cool thing about the book. It's written in both our points of view. It's, it's written uh, as... As Maureen sees it, and as I see it, it's it's, it's not like a narrative. It's hmm. actually you're in our heads. You're in. You see what's going on. You 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 hear what I what we're thinking. You hear what we're saying. It's it's kind of cool, and, and uh, we're really excited. In fact, our expert photographer Laura uh, had contributed a lot of photographs to it, and uh, so it's exciting. Uh, Brian the Monk, the Franciscan Monk, has. Contributed some photographs to it as well. As, yeah, so it's it's really exciting. But again, Ron, you see, you know, you, you've done something that's different, which is what it's all about. You know, anybody can keep writing the same old book. The same, you know, in my view, this is what that is. This is that. This is the other. But when you actually got two two people that are very different, let's be honest. Because now, you know, after the last fortnight, I, I I think I know both of you obviously a lot more than I did before. Uh, you are, you, know, you let's face it. I mean, you're a scientist. And, and you, you're a guy that, you know, a little bit like me that, that sort of, you know, got a sceptical head on as well as, as now now believing in the whole thing. Right. Uh, so, you know, from your point of view, your point of view in the book is obviously going to be extremely different to Maureen's, surely, because she, she totally, of course she believes because she's the person that talks to dead people. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, the interesting part about the book, it, it actually shows the development of of both of us, I mean, you know, it sounds like we're developing characters. Mm. Uh, but you are. You do, don't you? It, it, but it's actually what really happened to us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. How, how long have the two of you been, uh, been research, uh, obviously, doing ghost hunting? Uh, uh, seems like forever. <laughs> What got you into it? I mean, you know, because obviously, I mean, I know talking to Maureen, she, she's sort of, she's always had the, the, which I call a gift, you know, uh, she's always had that gift. Um, whereas, whereas you, you like me, <laughs> don't have that gift at all. Uh, and yet, you know, you are, a, obviously, of course, you are a believer in, in the paranormal. Right. Um, what, got, what got the two of you together? You actually applied for the job, which was kind of funny. So. Oh, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I didn't even believe in psychics. I thought they were all charlatans. So I mean, yeah. 
the thing, but just because I don't believe anything doesn't mean I, I don't check it up and see if there's any uh, you know validity to it. Uh, but anyways, in the book, it's actually kind of cool because you see the development of where she doesn't even, when she's first with us, she's a little uh, self-conscious, so she doesn't do trans-channeling. Well, we actually have to take a break. But, oh! Uh, anyway, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick, and we'll be right back after the following messages on Tojinet, Pararex, and the Ghost Channel. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Deranged. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Bear X family. Get ready for Cowboys and Indians. I'm Eric Sullivan, sports anchor at CBS 19. I love the Dallas Cowboys. I wore Roger Starback's jersey four consecutive pitcher days when I was in elementary school. Cowboys in Indians, 11 to noon Central, Tuesdays on Togi. I'm Eric Williams, third-generation NFL player, Super Bowl winner from the Washington Redskins. I've been in the trenches. I know what I'm talking about, especially when I'm going to get some spiked hair cowboy groupie. Cowboys in Indians, get the lowdown. Yeah, you want to be in the thick of it. I, you know, that's what you no, want. I know how hard it is. Like, okay, no, well, I don't get... give me this. What have you done lately? But, Every NFL team hasn't done anything okay, lately. Okay, but they have the most talented team in the NFL. Get this SmackDown. You are absolutely nuts. Are you kidding me? You've been hitting the head too many times in those trenches, my friend. Cowboys and Indians. 11 to noon Central. Tuesdays on Toginet. Radio with a cutting edge. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick on TojiNet, PowerX, the Ghost Channel, and a whole bunch of other places. So, anyways, join us live in the TojiNet chat room, the PowerX chat room, or call in at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, and add to the conversation. So, anyway. Richard, you you actually uh, in your new book uh, you, in, and the accompanying talk that you give with it, you mentioned about some guy in a hoodie, right? Yes. Uh, why, why don't you just go over that one more? Yeah. Time? Why don't? I, well, you see, my my I say too. The number one, I ask people if they've ever heard of a, a ghost of a caveman, uh, which there are very few, very few um, prehistoric ghosts. But there, I'm not saying there are none because there are, and there's time slips and there's various other things. But the on the whole, there's not many. I then say, you know, has anybody ever seen the, the, the ghost of a guy, a young guy with a hoodie smoking a joint, uh, <laughs> the backside of his, hanging out of his jeans, walking through an apartment wall? And, and again, in my opinion, there aren't many. And the, the theory okay. behind it... Stop right on. there. Come Stop on, man. right there. Yes? I am looking at a magazine right here. Yes? Teenage kicks from beyond the grave. Smells <laughs> like teen spirit. <laughs> Sharing your home with a teenager is never easy with 
stroppy behavior, sulking and slamming doors. But what if your adolescent house guest is a troublesome young spirit with hey. a hoodie that smells no, like No, 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 no. You're joking. No, I have it right here. Proof that there are <laughs> B.O. hoodie teenage ghosts. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, what, what can I say? Can I cancel the book? Uh, you I, probably should. That's what I'm thinking, you know. Shall I have all the copies removed and burned to me? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I will personally give you... give you. Uh, I need a copy of that. Oh, God, I, is there a photograph as well? <laughs> Absolutely. We do have a photograph, and it says, Smells like Teen Spirit Haunted by a Hoodie with B.O. Oh, my God, that's awesome. And of course, really, because you see, I'm not. I've never said there are none. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, listen, I've never said there are none. I've always said that there ain't many. Uh, and again, the reason I believe there aren't many is because I, I think that, that the caveman <laughs> dies without issue. In other words, he has no fear of divine retribution and hellfire right. because of what the church has, has preached. And, and I also believe that most most young guys <laughs> smoking a, a joint and, 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 you know, with a hoodie on also don't have a lot of respect for authority, um, uh, parents, or even the church, and don't believe in, in, in the church like, like people used to. So again, I think no matter what they've done wrong, they don't fear divine retribution and hellfire and damnation. So they just disappear off to wherever all spirits disappear off to, I think. But of course, you've always got You've got one or two. Evidently. <laughs> amazing. Where did you find that? Uh, this is in a, in a very reputable magazine. That's awesome. From your country, by the way. Really? It's not called Paranormal Magazine, it's is it? It's called Fate and Fortune. Fate and Fortune, yeah. And is it this month or something? Or? Uh, August 2008. That is absolutely funking. That is, I can't wait to see that. Now, you, uh, know, you know what's interesting? That yeah. you, know, you know where I got this? this uh, magazine from? No. I received it from David Wells. No. <laughs> psychic, so he knew that you were going to come up with that theory, so he gave me the ammunition to fight it. So That's what do you think? amazing. I, I thought you would be impressed. I am, I am so impressed. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I, you do realize that there are, there are cavemen ghosts, but not many. Uh -huh. there's, there's, there's one that rides across the Dorset Wold Riding on a horse, cape man on a horse, would you believe? With a, with I, I a don't believe, I don't think cape man rode horses. Yeah, well, this one does, and apparently it's got furs on, and it has a, a club with, with a stone, like a stone, like a lump of stone tied onto the end of the, the wood. You know, a cave, a cave dweller type guy. Um, uh -huh. So, you know, but I've always said, and you, you, you will admit that, that uh, I think even in the book, and you know on my talks, I actually say, there aren't, I'm not saying there are none, you I'm saying there aren't don't. many. So I, I have covered my tracks a bit, but I have, you have absolutely blown my mind away with that. And yeah, I, I, I can't will, wait. I, when I That's see it, you, I'm I giving will up. give it to you. I will personally hand deliver it. I'm giving up. I am no longer a ghost hunter. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. The ghost, the ghost finder is retiring. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about our latest expedition, which was to the oh, Mance yeah. and Concord, yes. Massachusetts. That was that was the business. That was fantastic. Again, never been in my life before. Um, unbeknown to you, before I actually arrived at, at the Mounts in, in Concord, I actually went to Lexington um, uh -huh. to actually just to stand 
just myself, nothing else, just for me to actually stand on the green, you know, at Lexington where the, where the first shot was fired, the shots that went around the world, you know, that actually started the... Absolutely. The American War of Independence and, and gave, gave Great Britain independence from, from America. Excuse me? <laughs> Isn't that why we fought it? Uh, I don't think that's how, quite how that worked out. I thought that was it. <laughs> something, something about taxing our DMT. Yeah, no taxation without representation or something, but absolutely. But anyway, enough, <laughs> enough saber-rattling. Um, yeah, so I stood there, and that was quite, quite amazing, you know, just for me to go there. And then off I came to, um, to Concord. But before I even came, I, I went for a, um, a point in the uh, Colonial Inn. Ah, in very Concord. good. Great place. And I'm telling you, I, I can't... Again, I spoke to the young lady behind the counter, and I, I told her who I was, and she she was... Oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Oh, oh you... Yeah, honestly, let me take you up to room 24. And, and, and yeah, she she was lovely. She really was. Told me the ghost stories, told me the fact that it was a um, a doctor's house um, at the beginning, well, you know, on that day, on the 19th of... 19th of um, uh, April, uh, 1775, when, when obviously it happened. Um, and that he, the doctor actually seated both sides, um, both British and, and colonials, um, in this room that is now room 24. Um, I don't know how true that is. She also told me that they, they in, in the central part of the building, um, which it wasn't an inn, of course, at the time, it was a doctor's house, they were also storing um, arms. They had an arms cache of muskets, which the, the British were looking for at the time. Um, and the number of people that have reported ghostly occurrences in the building and also in that room is amazing, including a lady who one night uh, literally came down sort of before 12 o'clock. Uh, and she said, you know, I, I, there's something standing by my bed. I can't, I'm not staying here any longer. And, and they said, well, we'll give you another room. And she, <laughs> she would not have another room. She actually slept on the sofa. Yep. All night downstairs, and in the morning, made one of the um, one of the porters or one of the guys made one of them go up to the room. She would not even go back to the room um, to get her clothes, and apparently they were all packed ready. Yeah, someone had nice? packed. You know, I mean, you know, people complain, but you know, that's you know, ghosts can be helpful. Well, they are, but it's in your book, isn't it? Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, one of the chapters in the book, there's 17 of the cases, one of them was the time uh, we broadcast live the Toji Net uh, broadcast from room 24 there. And yeah. also, I stayed overnight with uh, my charming wife there at uh, room 24, which was kind of interesting. You brave man. Did, did, did anything happen? Actually, the bed shook. Ah, really? I'm going to speak to Janet about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was sleeping. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. Um, but it, it was wow. pretty good, and 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 we talk about spirits being able to follow you home, and they can, uh, because Maureen had a little incident as well from there, from the same place. Yes, <sighs> and of course that's that's all in the new book, which is uh, coming out. Uh, in fact, on um, September 11th. Uh, we will be doing a lecture and book signing, which is free, at the Concord Colonial Inn. Oh, you're kidding. No, no. 
Yeah. Oh, I just might jump on a plane and come back for that. That's fantastic, because <laughs> that is an awesome place. Uh, it really is lovely. Um, the beer's very good as well. Um, but, yeah, the rooms look fantastic. And I was talking to them about it, because basically they, they were, I said, do you get a lot of, um, do you get people coming in and, and wanting to stay there because of the ghosts? And she said, oh, oh yeah, because apparently they've been featured on, on quite a lot of programmas. That I think the guys from TAPS, um, yeah, Ghost Hunters yeah. came along and did something as well. Uh, and I believe that it's listed as the, the seventh most haunted hotel in the United States. Yeah, I don't know how they come up with that, but no, I neither do I. But uh, it's a bit like Derby, England. Like Derby uh, being the the ghost, the, the most haunted ghost, city in Great Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely right. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, what, the, the thing is, Ron, once they've done it, it's in print, and and that's it. You know, once people read it, then that's it. Yeah. But she said it was the seventh, and uh, apparently that they they don't apparently they don't do this, but they could actually charge double for the for the haunted bedroom. Um, they they even have a photograph of the haunted room uh, on the side of the counter when people arrive at reception. Um, and again, no deterrent. No, it doesn't put people off. It, people come specially, right? Which I find absolutely fantastic. Because at the end at the end of the day, what what you're doing, although I describe you you and me and everyone else out there hunting for ghosts as being in the Stone Age, um, the vast majority of big discoveries on this planet have been made by amateurs. And there's, there's, as we both know, there's so little funding or, or genuine, well, genuine paranormal research going on out there that, that I believe that what we're doing is, 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 is a good, I mean, you know, we still get people that, that tend to criticize us and laugh at us a bit uh, for what we're doing, but, but people are becoming more and more interested in the subject. And there's us, the pioneers, really, out there trying to find out what it's all about with no funding whatsoever, um, usually, usually, you know, coming home after spending, spending our own money. And who knows, perhaps if we, if we keep on, keep beavering away long enough, keep discussing, keep arguing, keep writing books and doing things, perhaps we may fill in a few of the gaps in that big jigsaw puzzle. You know, it's, it's interesting. You talk about the uh, the Concord Colonial Inn. Well, we we were doing an event with them and the Mats on October October thirtieth. Um, wow, oh, that's Friday. nice, right? And and we'll be having a uh, uh, dinner at the uh, Concord Colonial, and we'll be going up and doing some work at Room Twenty Four. Then we'll be walking down to the Mats, doing some ghost hunting down there, and I believe we're going to go back and wrap it up at the uh, Concord Colonial. So that should be a lot of fun. That's going to be on uh, October 30th, that's a Friday, whatever it is, the Friday hey. before Thanksgiving. Hey, that's, now listen, you must also go down to the North Bridge. Oh, we will. We will, definitely. Because um, I, I did that. Um, as you know, I did the same thing at uh, um, Little Round Top. Um, but I, I took myself down to uh, the North Bridge um, with a camera and I actually went with a young lady. I think it was Leslie. Uh, she's right. a medium. Yeah, she's actually in the uh, the uh, chat room. So, so give a shout out. Hi, Leslie. How are you doing? Oh, that's great. Yeah, well, she came down with me uh-huh. um, onto the bridge because, well, you know why she came down with me because I was too frightened to get down on my own. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was because uh, she likes you. Well, hey, might be, but, but know, at the end of the day, well, I, I like you. She used to like girl. me, Richard, but like all other women in my life, they've all dumped me. So, what yeah. can I say? 
What can you say, eh? Yeah, I know. Never mind. Um, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, this is genuine. I mean, I, I, I actually, uh, even though she was down there, and I went, I went across the bridge. She stayed on one side, and I went over to the, to the rebel side. <laughs> Rebel side, yeah. Yeah, the rebel side of the bridge. Uh, left my British counterparts on the on the other side, and and went down and sat at the end of the bridge on my own. And it was it was it was it was twelve o'clock because we just wrapped up the uh, event that we did at the Mount. And of course, Leslie's sort of shouting back to me that there are people over there. And I'm thinking, oh Jesus! Christ. She said she, she could actually sense that someone was around. Uh, and I sat on the edge of the bridge, and I sang the British Grenadiers to myself. Uh, and I don't know, it was it was awesome. Nothing happened, I hasten to add. Um, nothing touched me, nobody spoke. Leslie said that there were people there that were interested. Really? Standing in the bushes, I'm thinking, oh, God, I don't like this. <laughs> and, and she said to me, you know, they're, they're there, there are people around you. And, 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 you know, what, Ron, why shouldn't I believe her? Absolutely. You, know, you, you know, You know, I've never been to the moon, but I believe it's there. Right. I've never been round the earth, but I believe it's round. Uh, and Leslie's telling me that there are guys standing around me that are interested. You know, I, I mean, I expect to be probably picked up and thrown into the river. Um, <laughs> Not such a whack. <laughs> yeah, exactly, for singing the British Grenadiers. But um, it, it, I think it looked pretty good on camera, because, again, it, I've done it for part part of the this teaser I'm doing for Battlefield Ghost. Uh, and again, for me, such a privilege to be brought over here by you and your and any ghost project to, to, to bring me over all the all the way to, to do to do what I've done. You know, it, it's been um, been a chance of a lifetime. Well and, all um, I can say is we're gonna have to go over there and, and show you how to ghost hunt in, in I think the you UK. Need to. You know you, need you to. do know you do it you do it very differently. Right, you need an American touch over there. You know, somebody's going to teach yeah. you how to do it properly. Yeah, I agree. As I've said before, you have you seem to have more of an empathy, if that's the right word, for your spirits and souls, um, and you tend to talk to them more as if they are real people. That's something that I've noticed. Well, they are uh, real people. Of course, they are. That's they're what I've always dead. said. They they are. They're just dead. <laughs> but they were. You know, if they're an intelligence, and you know, they were once a human being like you and me. And need treating like this, like it as well, um, rather than you know, there are occasions when we sometimes adopt sort of bully boy tactics over in England, which uh, I don't think adds to it in any way. Um, really? but, yeah, but again, you and of course you you do also put a lot more store in your in your equipment um, than we tend to do. Um, although I obviously brought my um, um, obelisk. Over, which of course is an American invention, and um, nobody spoke to us. What's the story about the obelisk? I mean, what? I mean, that's the first time I, I've seen it in use, and I certainly wasn't impressed. To be honest, no. Well, I mean, no. I'll be honest with you. Well, you see, basically, it didn't say anything to us at all, uh, which I feel was perhaps the possibility that there was actually nobody in that room at the time. I mean, the, the idea of it is, it's got five hundred words stored in its memory, and if a spirit. I don't know how this works, by the way, but if a spirit is around and it's an intelligence and it can and it can move move a glass towards letters A B C D E F hello goodbye right yes and no then why can't it because we know full well that 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 spirits can influence electronic equipment 
your computer, EMF, keep going, you know, all, all manner of the television, lights and that sort of stuff. So why can't they pick words out of, out of a machine that's got a store of 500 words in it? But the fascinating thing for me was that although it, as you, you were there, you saw it, it was on, it was flashing, there was power in the batteries, not a word came out of that. Not one word. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. Because, you know, it, 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 unless... But I tell you what, I find it a little bit refreshing <coughs> excuse, when that happens. Because, you know, I wish that sometimes on TV programs that the medium would actually walk into a room and say, guess what? There's nobody here at the moment. Because I'm sure they're not always there. You know, if we talk of a, of a spirit being in visitation, then if they're in visitation, perhaps they're visiting somebody else tonight. <laughs> and so they're not in the house. And, and again, you know, when something, when something doesn't happen, I find it as, as refreshing as, as when activity starts. Because it does mean that, that they're not always there. And perhaps there was no one there at that moment. Although the funny thing was that we're later on when we did glass movement, and we, we had a real ball with the glass moving and, and picked up a 19-year-old young lady who had been uh, made pregnant and, and murdered, they believe, we believe, by a, a guy that was, you know, in the house. And she was still around um, because she didn't, didn't move on, which I found quite amazing. In fact, the guy was still chasing her around. Really? Uh, yeah, very, very good. I mean, it was, in fact, we actually... Uh, uh, and just remember, folks. You know, I ain't no expert on this, but but I, I um, we actually asked her if she she wanted to move on, and she did. She certainly wanted to get away from this guy, and we actually sent her up to you know, sent her to the light through the door, have a look, see you like if you like it, you can go. Blah 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 blah. And lo and behold, the glass stopped. Really? Oh God! I mean, it, it, yeah. And, and I felt, as I do, I get extremely emotional when these things happen, uh, and. That was it. We tried to get him to come back. We said, you know, if you are, if you don't, you don't have to go. You can stay if you wish, but it would be be nice for you to go to somewhere much nicer. Blah 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 blah. And that was it. The glass stopped. It didn't move anymore. And I'm thinking, well, and, it, and for me, it was an experience and a half. It was quite funny because one of the young ladies that was actually well, a member of staff at the month was slightly concerned <laughs> in case we moved on one of their ghosts. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that awful? Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah, but you see, this is this is where I again I, I look upon the situation. I think it, 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 it's fantastic to go ghost hunting, and I think it's you know we all love doing it. But it is it is a little bit a little bit like going to the zoo and peering through the bars at the monkeys that are that are imprisoned. That's a or terrible fight. Do you not agree with me that that that? It's a similar situation. I, I oh, think, yeah, I think that a lot of people believe that ghosts are like the pets. You know, they don't want, you know, yeah. they like having them here. They're, you know. Yeah. But Let's go today. We must go at 12 o'clock at night because that's where more ghosts are around, perhaps, and we might see one. But so, oh, so we must go to the zoo at feeding time because we're going to see the monkeys. Now, my thoughts on that are that, you know, especially these days, the way people are sort of becoming more and more PC, certainly with circuses and that sort of stuff, that it's time perhaps that we were opening some of the, the, the gates of the cages and letting the monkeys out. 
Um, and, and I also believe that there is a possibility that we should be trying to do similar with some tormented souls or spirits that are actually there because they fear, because they don't move on. Now, how the blazes we actually do that, <laughs> I don't know, but that's right. one of my thoughts, you know. And I've done it with David Wells, uh, and I, I, I must be honest with you, I was very, very taken with what he did, because it was the end of a show, um, we were all ready, you know, at five o'clock in the morning, you're more than ready, I'm telling you, to go to get back to the hotel and get a few hours sleep before you've got to drive back however far it is. And we got this young lady who committed suicide and was trapped because she dared move on because she feared the usual, you know, burning in hell and, and what have you. And, and I'd been talking with her and David came. He said, well, we're going to go upstairs. The show had finished. This was the beard. The show had actually finished. We'd, we'd, we'd filmed what we needed to do. David went upstairs and he said to her, um, you can go, um, go to the light, there's a door open, all of the same stuff. The door will be staying open for a quarter of an hour if you wish to go through it. Really? Yeah, and I'll tell you what happened. He and I stayed. David actually stayed that quarter of an hour, which I thought was, in other words, never mind, oh, come on, show's over, let's go, let's get to bed. No, he stayed. And then he closed the door after a quarter of an hour, and he believed, he told me that she'd gone. And and I thought, ooh, wow, you didn't need to do that, David. You could have, we could have gone a quarter of an hour earlier and, and been in bed. But no, he stayed, and he did the, he did the job properly. And um, I'll never forget that. That was, to me, a, um, a very heartening thing to do, and, and, and the right way to deal with it. Because, as we keep saying, we are talking of an intelligent, a person Absolutely. that was once alive. Absolutely. That, that no. needs respect. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, and the help. I, the the help. Thing, I mean, I, I'm going to say this, and it, it kind of sounds kind of stupid coming from me, because you know I love my gadgets and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes I think we get a little bit too much into the science. Yeah. And we really just don't look at the spiritual end enough. Uh, I know that sounds terrible, but it's true. Um I, I, I think agree it's true in, in a lot of cases. Uh, it's just that, you know, we just want we just want the science stuff, and we don't really, you know, look at the rest of it. The whole yeah, thing. yeah. And, and again, as you've, you've heard me say, and I said it at the manse on, on uh, whatever night it was. Saturday. Saturday night, that's Last right. Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I actually said, you know, guys, at the end of the day, the, this equipment that, that Ron has here is, is awesome stuff. Uh but for me, the only ghost detector is you and your dog. And I still believe that all the equipment in the world cannot actually, I don't think, pick up a ghost in the way that we can. It can prove that, that, that something's happened to us. It can prove that the temperature really did drop when we say it did. But at the end of the day, I, I think it's all coming, you know, from us, through us, uh, around us, uh, and that's why, you know, going and sitting in a building, very quiet, letting your mind be completely open, and just sitting there and waiting for something possibly to happen, um, is the best form of ghost hunting there is. But it can be very boring, can't it, Ron? Yes, it can. And that's the only thing. Just the, you know, it, you sit there, I mean, I mean, we had the hack shack going on there, and we're trying to listen for something to do it. And sometimes, why do we need a piece of electronics to, for us to listen? Uh, you know, why can't we just listen and, 
in here what it says, you know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, or, you know, sit down with the medium. Well, what, exactly. What's the difference between, between Maureen and a shack hack or, or an ovalus or, or a tape recorder? Maureen's you know, more easier to, to understand. <laughs> Very true. But, you know, but we still, still sort of, ooh, doubt it. Prove it, prove it, prove it to us. You know, give me, give me a bit more information. Give me a date. Give me so-and-so. Tell me something that I don't know. That, but, you know, all the time we're still, we're still there trying to test the medium. Um, rather than believing uh, that some of what they're telling us is, is true, and that you know, granddad is there, or or, or whoever it happens to be, um, and I keep saying over and over again: the sooner we start to realise that there is something that we do have an ability, uh, a gift, a capability. Not all of us. Well, sorry, I think we all have that ability, but some of us will never realise it. Some of us will never be able to do it. Um, the sooner we start realizing that, we, the sooner we can actually move on to the next stage of of paranormal investigation. Yeah. But we don't. We're still we're still back there trying to prove that that mediums are all charlatans and um, and they're not. Some of them are. You you know it, and I know it. Right. But not all of them. But that's, that's the problem, though. I mean, we, we're just about running out of time, anyways. Oh. Uh, uh, you know. Anyways, uh, next week we, we will go back to a guest uh, format. But, you know, you, you, it, this is a great opportunity for us to work together. It's been amazing. I really had a great time, and uh, it's been a good experience. So, so have I. And, and if, if I can just thank you and all of your team and all of the fantastic folk that I've met while I've been out here in, in the United States. I have had a ball. Um, I'm here. I, I don't go back till next Tuesday. Um, having a little bit of a break up here, going up to the Canadian border, and then going to Derby to do a bit more. But I've had a fantastic time, and I just want to thank everybody over here in the United States for, for treating me so well, and I can't wait to come back. Yeah, uh, well, we've got some actually some big stuff planned, and maybe some... But we'll talk about that later. Anyways, uh, right, Richard, one thing I did want to mention uh, yes, before we, we, we do go off the air is that... Uh, at the manse, we had one of the experience doing that was a baby carriage that actually moved across. Oh, God, the yes, I missed that. That was absolutely phenomenal. Did I, you get I, it on film? I'm not sure. I have to go through some of the Ooh. video that I have, but I have a good feeling that I have. Uh, that, that would footage. be that would be again a step step up in the right direction if you if you've got that on film. Right, and and the thing about it, it wasn't like the baby carriage just rolled across the booth. It was actually shoving somebody. Yeah. It was yeah. forced behind it, pushing a person Ooh. in front of it. Because uh, she good. was screaming. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> so anyways, we're running out of time once again. Richard, All right, my friend. Richard's book is uh, What is a Ghost? What is a Ghost? Uh, available from felixfilms.net. And uh, our new book is hitting the Barnes and Nobles. It's on Amazon. You can go to our website and get a... Uh, a uh, signed copy from Maureen and myself. Uh, it's called Ghost Chronicles. And till next week, uh, well, well, actually, I guess we've got a couple more minutes. So, uh, oh, great. Oh, by the way, we'll mention quick the door as well at the manse because we actually were up there doing a seance in, in, in one of the bedrooms and the wardrobe door very, very slightly started to open on its own. Which I believe I have on film as well. Well, I want to see that, sir. All right. You'll get that with the hoodie, hoodie article. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I'll All talk right, you so soon. Time to wrap it up from uh, Ghost Chronicles International from Richard Felix and Ron Coates. Good night and God bless. Cheers, folks. Bye-bye.
from ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us 